Good morning, millennials, and welcome back to the show. Happy Tuesday that feels like a Monday for us because we, you know, took the day off yesterday to celebrate all the presidents. As did the nation, Turdy. Actually, you know who didn't take off the day yesterday, which was shocking? Bruno? UPS. Like, they rang the doorbell to sign for a package, and I picked it up. I'm like, I thought there's no mail. It's a bank holiday. But they're not the government's mail. Of course, USPS. Yeah, honestly, I... Sitting around. So, by the way... Not picking up the mail. Jackie, we are the USPS of the podcasting (laughs) industry. Like, we are literally like we just like holiday where (laughs) weekend not working don't get your shit don't bother me till monday you know by the way we are the usbs of podcasting now i have a softer spot for them no me too like i get it speaking of usps do you know what i've been loving stamps.com always okay my mailbox oh my god that's so funny that you said that having a mailbox at the end of the driveway by the way i write letters now and i pick up my mailbox the flag just to say hi there's something in here to be picked up that's so good to know because the other day i was waiting for an uber outside your house and i had taken a little bag of cheetos for the car ride but i finished the cheetos before the uber driver even arrived and i was like "Mm, what do i do with this empty bag of cheetos and i almost literally just like threw it in your mailbox because i'm like no one uses a mailbox it just can be trash and i'll pick it up later thank god i didn't i didn't know you were using it so much it would have been fine if you did i just like i'm glad to know as opposed to finding an open bag of cheetos in my mailbox i would have been like i wouldn't have let you find the open bag of cheetos like i would have on my way back in taken it it would have been fine Okay, but like I didn't know it was such like a personal thing. And the thing I thought about, nobody uses a mailbox. The thing about having a real mailbox is sometimes when you haven't received your package, it's like it might be in the mailbox. No. I get so many packages in my mailbox. They just shove them in there. That's okay. That's unfair. And that's USPS like being lazy. Like packages don't go in the mailbox. Mailboxes for mail and letters, catalogs maybe. But like, and even if it's an envelope, like a big ass envelope, no, that goes to the door. Like, no, they've been put, they put like clothes. They sometimes shove it in there because it's shovable. Speaking of catalogs, I get catalogs in my mailbox. I ordered something from a catalog a few weeks ago. It's like the least surprising thing. You are 97. <laughs> like you use a mailbox and you order from a catalog. That's just something cute way, about me. How does one order from a catalog? Each item has like a number? Yeah, I didn't call. I found it in the catalog and then went online to purchase. Oh, that's not ordering from a catalog. Really? Ordering from a catalog is getting on the oh, phone and being like, hi, I'd like I'd like the sectional on page six, item number 6L429. The thing is I needed the dimensions, so I had to go online. The catalog didn't have the dimensions? That seems like a mess. They give like bare bones information. They don't have all the space in the world in the right, catalog. Right, right, right. They have to just really be intentional <clears throat> about what information they're sharing. Speaking of being intentional, I don't know. <laughs> We're always intentional. I know. It's like, why do I even have to say that? It goes without saying. But let's talk about how we are intentionally today. No, intentionally doesn't work. Just forget I said that. Jackie and I are kind of having like a crazy day because we are committed. Oh, we're being intentional. It is speaking of being intentional. I know. It's what's it called? Intentional eating. Is that? No, what's it called? It's like eye eating. Intuitive? Intuitive. That's not intentional. It's the opposite. Oh, it is? Yeah, it's just kind of like willy nillying the thing. Oh, okay. No. Listening to your body. So Jackie and I are, speaking of listening We're to our bodies. We're going to be our bodies. <laughs> Today, Jackie and I have committed to like being healthy queens. It's just kind of been like a crazy week. We've just been like kind of like being fat. And I've been eating so much. And it's just like, 
I was on such a good grind up until I got here. Not that I'm blaming you or the state of Florida, but you know, it is your guys' fault. And today we're taking control back. We're taking our, our bodies back. Today's day one of a health, a new health journey. So we are going to be, you know, healthy. We'll check back in like as the days go by. Oh, also spoiler alert. I was supposed to be flying home today. Like, obviously I'm not. I just like, it wasn't in the cards. I don't think anyone thought you were. It wasn't in the cards for me to be like getting on a plane and leaving my family behind. Also no. in the middle of the week, it's like the work week. And if we're together, then we should finish out the week strong together. It just, it made no sense. And we're the beautiful committee finally got their shit together no, the beautification committee has work to do you think no actually i've been loving the way the show's been looking once the beautification committee like spent the budget yeah and they're i feel tired now yeah it's kind of like the archived committee like the committee's been archived yeah but you know another project could be around the corner what project i don't know i feel like my bedroom actually could use a little beautification oh i have beautification committees all throughout the home but i thought you were i didn't think you were going to say this but another beautification committee could be put together you know what i was saying last week that we kind of just like skidded over but we both kind of agreed right oh let's let's talk about it so and i don't disagree but you know i'm just very change averse and you know i love to just switch things up on a dime so jackie was discussing maybe our aesthetic for the normal remote show you know the palm leaves and such maybe we move on from the leaves it, maybe it's time for an upgrade and the only reason i kind of agree is i said something that struck a chord with you what did you say which that like when the tiktokers see the leaves it might be giving like millennial chug and they're not taking us seriously which isn't why i think we should change it well that's the only reason i would agree like the banana leaf aesthetic which i love and has been like a core so good to us so good to us it does give like elder energy it is like <laughs> it's giving now like tumblr i get i i agree so here's my question when we chose it it was the chicest thing it was beverly hills hotel and then and by the way, jackie our initial logo, the first logo we ever had made for the morning toast, was a spin on Beverly Hills Hotel font. Yeah. So it was really kind of synergetic. Yeah. We have so much love for the Beverly Hills Hotel place we've never, never stayed. Been. Never stayed there. <laughs> so here's my question. Did it coincidentally become a chuggy millennial thing, the banana leaves, and we just happened to pick something that had a future of becoming yeah. overdone? Or did we sort of set into motion? Okay, no, you're giving us a lot of credit. It was the first one. Okay. Yeah, and we just like happened to like hop on a trend that ended up being chuggy. That's so unfortunate for us. <laughs> but, but, the but. Thing is, the thing is, we're also, I just feel like it's really important to say, like we are like of a certain age for sure. No, but. We I, are not chuggy. Like we are so cool and original and like free thinking mm -hmm. that it just it would feel incongruous for us to have a like a, a pattern that is chuggy because we're not and i'm not just saying that we're not but the thing is the thing about the palm leaves it's a really a beautiful pattern uh -huh. and so even though it's been overdone like i don't I still liked the way that it looks because it's nice to look at. We didn't choose it because it was a trendy thing. That's like kind of when Stassi says like how Sophia Richie Grange, how her style is becoming so universal. Mm -hmm. And Stassi's like, well, that upsets me because like that's my style and soon it will become a trend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm like, no, because you chose the style because it's nice to look at, period. Just because it's having a moment of hype doesn't take away from the fact that it's an aesthetically pleasing thing. So back to the wallpaper, do you think that this is an aesthetically pleasing? Yes. That's why it doesn't bother me that it became so hyped I have idea. up. I have an idea. I'm open. I really am. Like, I don't die for the... Like, this isn't something I'm willing to die on. Why don't we take a look online later today? See if anything else strikes. But what I will say about the leaves that I don't love is it's not the most original. Yeah. Like, other... Like the the wallpaper at the Watch What Happens Live, people are always like, whenever I see people taking pictures at the Watch What Happens Live green room, I think they're at the toast because they have it there too. It's not original. They have it at the Beverly Hills Hotel, obviously. Like there is, you know, 
I would the flamingos. I love. By they're the way, they're original. I would. They're to, free thinkers. Would this just become like your one? I guess so. That's yeah. also easier for me. Yeah, I'm open. Yeah, we'll take a look online, and it doesn't nothing. We don't have to do it immediately. But oh, just that's so me. It's like, oh, we have an idea. It has to be done tomorrow wait, before just the show. Just something to sit on. Just something to sit on, and maybe sound off in the comments. And like, also, what would you feel? I know, like we've discussed getting rid of Good Morning Millennials, and they rioted, and we we're not doing it. We're not. I feel like there's not that much attachment to the leaves. I was thinking yesterday also that we are coming up on our anniversary. <gasps> we are because our anniversary is, is Ben's birthday in April. I think it's six years. No, it feels. We're on our seventh season, so. But we started in 2018. 2018, 2019. And it's 2020, 2021, 2022, 23, 24. Wait. Right, but like, how come it's not just 2024 minus 2018? Let me think. Me and Ben got married in 2017. And we're coming up on our seventh anniversary. So, yeah. I guess. But when we started the show, it also goes by the year. <laughs> are we not in our seventh season? No, we, but I know we are in our seventh season. I think. <laughs> no, it's literally like on Apple Podcasts, like seventh season. Well, because we said so. But were we wrong when we said so? No. Let me tell you why. Because in the year 2018, that, that was, was our first season. season. 2019, 20, 21, 22, 23, 24. We are in our seventh season. But I think we've completed our six-year anniversary. Because we're about to embark on our seventh season. Yeah, our seventh year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, what's your, back to what you were saying. So that Let's would be a good an, time. An inconsistent. So oh. that would be a good time for a refresh. I do love a refresh. It's a more palatable word for you yeah, than, like than change. Than rebrand. I'm down. We're going to keep our chairs. I love these chairs. Me too, except. They're not the most flattering. No, I don't even care. I was in Olivia Ashray's house and she has a buccal chair in her bedroom. And I said, I love your buccal chair. And she said, it's literally from the same place. It's, she's yeah. like, it's, she's like, it's your, it's your studio chair. I'm like, no, our studio chair is a little different. She's like, oh, well we got them together. Maybe mine's a little different. I like, like hers better. It's from the same place. We, I, we literally have so many of these chairs. Like, right. We I don't know what I would do with that. I have two. There'd be like a buccal yard sale. On yeah, the, yeah, on yeah. Barn. No, we, we have five of these chairs and they were pricey like they're going nowhere no and they're nice and they're still actually i would i would venture to say that this buccal thing is even more of a trend Trendy. and we picked it due to the trendiness like you know because it wasn't our original idea no but let me say like there is a really important we um, need to stop talking about the podcast I, lens. <laughs> should we just change the subject no, no no continue well we chose the boucle because yeah like it was trendy but more so be wait the light isn't on. Do we turn the lights on in here when we podcast? We do. Okay, I don't think it's going to make a huge difference. Speaking of what the podcast looks like, maybe we should turn the light on. A little bit of a difference. So bright in here. Oh, God. We chose the buccal chairs, one, because buccal is trendy, but two, because buccal was like an inside joke at the toast. You pronounced it wrong, remember? That's actually not what happened, La Terre de Lou. It's A not? bit of toast herstory is that I bought these buccal chairs for my home. Okay. Just for my home to be in my living room. Okay. And then when you came for the Florida studio and we hadn't like bought studio tings yet, we were looking at these two chairs. They were set up by my... Um, yes, yes, In my yes. downstairs, there were just two chairs next to each other and we're like, that looks like the set of the toast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so we're like, let's bring that upstairs. But there also like was like a buccal lore. But I think that I bought them for my house because of the buccal lore. 
Okay, well, it's just like still important. It's all, I think it's a 360. We need to take a 360 look at it. We love to take a 360 look at everything. So <laughs> I think um, we enjoyed our holiday weekend. That's what we were saying. We are USPS. Immensely. We are USPS. We missed and you we're guys. considering a refresh. We're considering a refresh. And today we're you know, being healthy. You know who doesn't do a refresh? Smartless. USPS. The USPS could use a refresh. <laughs> yeah. So good Smartless. So and today we're being healthy and today we're being healthy it's gonna be so hard i'm like really one thing about me is like at night i'm like tomorrow i'm gonna be so healthy i'm gonna go for a run like and the second i wake up i'm like i need pancakes (laughs) like oh i'm i'm not that way in the morning not an error is made oh yeah it's easy to be it's easy to be healthy in the morning i never like i want pancakes oh i do like i wake up so hungry it's like three o'clock strikes and I haven't eaten properly and I'm so hungry that I'll eat the easiest, fastest thing that's not the healthiest. No, we're going to be so good today. We're also going to work out. Which we're, is why I love Taylor Farms. Literally not a sponsor today. We're going to be like super good today. So just keep us accountable. Yeah, 5K tings. Right. I bought a lot of fresh, healthy groceries, fruits. I'll have them Ugh. washed and every. No, when the fruits are washed and accessible. No, fruit is good. Fruit is good. Fruit is good when it's prepared for you. When it's cut up and it's not like soggy or hard. Mm-hmm. It's really hard to like find that perfect balance. It has to be like plated nicely. It has to look no, I don't mind it in like a Tupperware. If it looks like it has to look attractive, yeah, 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 looks matter. Oh, speaking of looks mattering, love is blind. I started last night. Do you want me to leave the room? No, no, no. The thing is, I just texted Ben. Ben will be up here at eleven thirty to do a ten minute recap with me. So beautiful. Jackie's I- gonna get kicked off the pod at eleven thirty. Okay, that means we have forty minutes to do the stories. That's more than enough. More than enough. Um, and Ben, like when I tell you over the weekend, me, Ben Shapiro, and Olivia watched it together. We are obsessed. It is the best season, like in recent memory. I I don't watch every single season of Love is Blind, but sometimes there's so much hype that you can't ignore yeah. it. And you're like, oh, we should watch this. That means it's good. I That's remember last season, at. there was no hype. No yeah. hype, I didn't watch last season. And then the year before that was like that big crop of losers. By you remember. Way, it's not even years because last season was in October. Oh, wow, they're turning out content fast. And the season before that, we did watch, but that wasn't even a year ago. That was, um, I was living in New York. That was with like Kwame and Chelsea. Right, the big crop of losers. That was in- Deep Tea and Shake. That was in April because I was living in a hotel when I watched the live yes, reunion. Yes, 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 yes. Okay. That memory, man. So this particular season, there was so much hype and like only the first drop of episodes had come. I'm like, oh, I, I feel like I should watch it. And there are six episodes and I will say like episodes one through three are very like standard love is blind, like good stuff. Episodes three through six like are really good. And what I've noticed about this particular season is they're in the pods up until episode six. Like that's a long time. Usually I feel like they get out of the pods quickly and get everyone to on their honeymoons. So I find like which stage of the show do you think is most interesting? The pods, the honeymoon or real life? The honeymoon. Me too. I'm loving being at the honeymoon. And I'll get into a full recap at the end of the show. You deal with the effects of the The experiments. Yeah. Yeah, no, and it's always interesting to see like who has sex, who and who the best is when someone is like so jazzed about the way that their partner looks looks yeah you can read it on their face minute one and usually they tell you in the interview too yeah 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 i i can see from some headlines in the way people are talking that looks are big that there will be some matches where there's disappointment in looks there's one particular match where like looks are a big thing and i i feel like i will recap it with ben but, like i have a hot take i need like everyone to calm down that's just what I'll say. Okay. Cool. Like I need everyone to calm down because like 
Yeah. I'm in the middle of episode two. I will plow through as much as I can because I want to be caught up because I don't want to be out of the loop with my And the new episode dropped tomorrow. And you know, it's Zach's favorite show in the world. Oh yeah. And at dinner last night, like me, Zach, Zach, Ben, and Olivia were like gossiping. Jackie was like plugging her ears like a three-year-old. Like, get with the program. You have to finish it. You also need to finish it like today. Okay. Because new episodes drop tomorrow and then we can all watch as a family. Okay. As if you knew I'll do anything for my family. I know you will. And that's motivating. Like FOMO doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. Not being cool doesn't Mm -hmm. matter. For my family. Mm matters family matters so i think now without further ado yeah yeah yeah. because i only have till 11 30 yeah until you get kicked off your own podcast um and ben, ben will be joining ben is obsessed with like we are like drug addicts itching we're like we need new episodes by the good guys creeping in <gasps> what's it get should I, tell, should, you, I, should I cancel on him i'll do a solo recap like <laughs> fuck the good guys <laughs> <laughs> no maybe we'll get some of their clout unfortunately we oh should God. why not we clout we need case. to like yeah coattail ride actually i think i am recording an episode of the good guys this week while i'm here make sure talk about the to toast. promote the toast and i'll address the beef yeah i don't even think josh knows there's beef that's like that's like that so, means they're winning yeah oh my god we have to stop talking about that yeah but you're the one giving him a platform today so true but he's doing us a favor for it's our true show. it's true because you like drop the ball yeah <laughs> Without further ado about Latour DeLue, mm-hmm. here are the Fast Five stories that you need to know. And the Fast Five stories that you need to know are brought to you by Poppy. Everyone knows that soda has become a dirty word. They're too sugary. They're too syrupy. And so if you're trying to leave that in the past, that era of soda is officially over for you. But all the fun doesn't need to stop because soda, yeah, she's toxic and such. But she's we still love her. And like they're, like we were obsessed for a reason. And that's where Poppy comes in. Poppy is a better for you soda made with clean ingredients, five grams of sugar or less and prebiotics. So there are literally prebiotics in each can. Diet Coke could never. So that's been like a really, and speaking of our health journey, perfect timing, like cutting back on soda has been something I have prioritized. I used to do like three or four a day. I max myself one a day now. I don't know if I'll ever get to a place where it's completely cut out, but having things like Poppy make that a possibility possible. I never thought I'd be able to cut down soda, period. That was just like something I was never even going to be like open to. Um, but in my health journey, I have. And what I really like about Poppy is they have different flavors that reflect different sodas. So obviously I'm a Diet Coke girly. So they have flavors like Cola, Doc Pop, which is similar to Diet Dr. Pepper. Um, you can say goodbye to empty calories, artificial ingredients, and high fructose corn syrup. Poppy has also fresh fruit flavors like strawberry lemon, cherry limeade, orange, and grape. They are bursting with the juiciest flavor you've ever tasted. Shop Poppy on Amazon for 15% off with code TOAST15OFF and in real retailers nationwide. So if you want to shop it on Amazon and get that code, it's TOAST15OFF. You can get it on Amazon on for 15% off toast 15 off and you can also shop poppy in retailers nationwide today's episode is also brought to you by legacy box so legacy box is easy you can load legacy box with your old tapes films and pictures and send it back you will get back a thumb drive or a cloud ready to watch and easy to share it's so simple it's like magic this is the sponsor we probably get the most questions about um we're big on like old family memories we grew up in the vhs era we had boxes and boxes of like old vhs tapes gathering dust and actually getting damaged in our old basement like the elements if you're keeping all your old tapes in like the attic or in a basement they're susceptible to flood to the elements to just like mold and they can be ruined so don't just let them sit there and gather dust send it to legacy box they will digitize it for you old photos vhs camcorder whatever you know should you show your age we're young we were just like in the VHS, and we were at the tail end of the vhs era you know we were like basically digital at that point like dvd (laughs) um 
we did it it's the best thing ever you can get it as a gift for someone like a, a parent or a grandparent i think that's really sweet but it's also just really good to do and i feel like it's one of those things that everybody like has on their list of things to do one day is like finally go down to the basement and get just do it legacy box does all the work for you Preserving your family's collection is the only way to ensure that your legacy is safe for generations. It's super easy, and for a limited time, you can visit LegacyBox.com toast and save 50%. So you don't even have to load it up now, but just take advantage of the offer, buy it, and then when you're ready, load up the box and send it in. They send you a label. It couldn't be easier. They'll send you emails throughout the process, like here's where your stuff is at. It's all done in the U.S. LegacyBox.com toast. Get that 50% off. The sale will not last long. LegacyBox.com T-O-A-S-T. Just get it done. Your family will thank you, and then you'll be like the favorite daughter or granddaughter. Today's episode is also brought to you by Maidenform. Get a taste of M, a hot new collection of craveable intimates from Maidenform, a brand with a whole lot of history. They've been around since the very first bras, and now they're bringing you a new kind of classic, the chicest basics you've ever seen. So M is a collection from the brand Maidenform, and Maidenform has 100 years of innovation and category leadership. They wrote the book on bras, and M is their next chapter. So you'll have to feel it to believe it. It's super buttery soft fabrics that feel more expensive than they are. It's great style that won't break the bank. Their on-trend designs are made from stretchy, comfy fabrics that come in great colors. It can also be worn um, as outerwear or innerwear, whatever type of galley you are. It's styled to your taste. You can create looks that serve for all or for none to see. So what I really like about this brand is like they... um, are made really, really well. I'm into like un- like undergarments that are stretchy. That for me, that's really important. I feel like my size is always changing like from day to day. And I like that, you know, if I'm having like a bloated day or if I'm having a day where my boobs feel really big or really small or really flat or really soggy, soggy, I'm dead, saggy. They, um, they fit no matter what. I think the material is really great and it won't break the bank, which I really like. So whether you're dressing underneath for someone to see or just for yourself, you can feel good knowing that you're wearing like sexy little intimates that are fabulous, that are well-made and that are Gorgina. So visit maidenform.com and use code TOAST20 at checkout for 20% off your first purchase. That's M-A-I-D-E-N-F-O-R-M.com. Use code TOAST20 for 20% off your first order. That's code TOAST20. Thank you. You're welcome. Our first story, and I just want to say the stories today are some of the most random batch of all time, but like they're all strong and important. It's also weird that like we took a, a holiday, so we have three days. Usually when we come back on a Monday, there's always something to talk like about. Like a lead story, there's not. These are in order of no importance. I think you wanna know why? It's a time of year, the celebrities are vacationing. Like it's- I'm happy for them. Everyone's like hard. in Aspen I, or Mexico. Off. I feel like it's like low key. I was actually thinking like maybe I would take a vacation in the next week or two. Like just like a last minute, like honeymoon with Ben, you know? Cute, you should go from here. So I, many options of places to I go. don't have my passport. A tour de loo. I know, I was thinking like, I would just steal clothes from Jackie. You could go to Puerto Rico. Take Ben to the mall. I could go to Puerto Rico, but I don't want to. Like, but I could, but that's like, I've been a million times. Yeah, like, that's actually, kind of your place. It is my place, but Taylor Strecker is in St. Bart's and she's just like, it's making it look so gorgine. Look, I think I'm gonna go to St. Parts. You should. I've never been. It's not a big deal to go from here. I know, but I don't have a passport. You Actually, like, I could. I could have somebody like Ben's sister go into my apartment and just like overnight it's me. Yeah, I like that for you. I like it too. But Ben is just like. And then you could come back here to decompress after your trip. No, the thing is, like, I live here now. Now that there's a mouse in my apartment, like, so true. You are never gonna see me in New York. And I got you a car. You got me a car. I got her an easy go golf cart that's street legal. Wait, also car, really quick. Ben and I, Ben took Jackie's Tesla for this week on Saturday. He had to drive to Orlando. Him, him and Josh had like a live podcast for BBYO, which is the largest convention of young Jewish teenagers. There were 6,000 teenagers coming to see Ben and Josh. Well, it's the largest convention of Ben and Josh's. 
By the way, so Shapiro <laughs> went with Ben and took a picture of the audience. I'm like zooming in on these kids. I'm like, that's literally Ben. It's like these like just snot-nosed Jewish teenagers who like are 16. With like floppy hair. Floppy hair. Like it was Ben. It was a convention. Actually, your husband did BBYO. It was your husband. Yeah. He actually said, I, I, BBYO was not a thing that we did growing up, but like a lot of young Jewish teenagers did it. It's kind of like Girl Scouts slash... What's the opposite of Girl Scouts? Boy Scouts. Boys. Oh my god, that was really dumb. Um, for Jews, except like you don't like make fires and stuff. You like talk and like you hang listen out. to the good guys. But you basically like get together every week with like your chapter in your neighborhood, and then once a year there's like this big convention. So that's what Ben and Josh did. Um, he took your Tesla there, and then he came back, and him and I drove to Miami. We had a wedding this weekend, so Ben was in the car for like six hours, and so he really got to know the Tesla on a on a deep level. And let me tell you, he hated it. Okay. He hated it because it wasn't the right car for his trip. It's not a car for like a road trip. Who knew? I mean, I only do, you know, little neighborhood driving. Right. I charge my car maybe once a week. I didn't know the battery was so short if you're doing long distance driving. So it added probably to Ben's like Orlando trip. It probably added an hour or maybe even two of like charging waiting like time. He needed to charge on the way there. He should have charged while he was there. He needs to charge on the way home and a full charge is like 40 minutes. So he that's was, crazy. He was at BBYO for three hours, left the car at a charger in the hotel. No, they didn't charge it. Yeah, they did. I thought their issue was that they didn't charge No, no, they Orlando. did, but it was like the crappiest one. They were gone for three hours. They got 13%. So it didn't charge. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and Ben like had to spend $30 on this stupid app and he like couldn't get his money out, like whatever. So then he charged on the way back at a supercharger and like it was just a lot. Yeah. So it's not the right car for any sort of long distance driving. Right. But he said it's the perfect car for me. And he also loved how it drove. He Ben he was like, I looked down at one point and didn't even realize I was driving 115 miles an hour. Like it's, it's so, so smooth. smooth. And yeah. it is. Ben like would look over it and he would be driving. He'd be like, Does it feel like we're going 90 right now? And I'd be like, No. And we were, you know, like it really is a very smooth, but it is not for So if I long was convincing distances. you to get a Tesla, but you drive a lot like that, don't, don't. get a Tesla. Yeah, if you do like big stretches of mile, miles. And I know what you're thinking, like how could Elon miss on that? But the future of Tesla is to get solar panels on the roof of the car so you're constantly being charged while you're driving. Okay, wait, I also discovered something about the Tesla that for me, like invalidated the entire experience. I did not know you had to pay to charge your, your computer. It is a computer. What's it called? It's a computer on wheels. I had no idea. Cause I'm like, what's so great about Tesla is you're not paying for gas, but you're paying for energy? I don't How know. How much is a full boat of energy? I don't know. I didn't pay for it. and Because we have the charger in our house. Of course. And we didn't notice that our energy bill has gone up that much. Again, I don't charge it that much. No, if you're charging it in your house, then yeah, of course you're saving no, but money. No, it's still energy. Yeah, the fact that you like pay for energy like makes no sense to me. Like, what are you paying for? Like waves? Like, if I want to use your outlet, do I need to pay you? <laughs> I don't get it. Yeah. So when Ben was like telling me about the charging and he said he paid for it, I'm like, wait. And actually, he didn't even pay for it. It like charges to your Tesla account. I got a thing. Oh, and Jackie's gonna My have. Treat. Jackie's gonna have. You say it's your treat now, but when all the bills come in from Ben's big day of the driving, thing is a thousand because you don't have an easy pass. I don't. So he was just, and he thought you did. So he was just rolling through all the tolls. Uh, you know what? I'm, I'd rather him roll through than have to stop and curse me. Yeah, totally. All the tolls. He definitely got some speeding tickets. He didn't get pulled over, but you know they have those cameras. Mm -hmm. You're gonna get a bunch of letters with cameras because he drove all through Florida State, and. Your char your um My charging, charging charges. I wonder if I could. See I think you're was. gonna we're gonna end up owing you about six hundred dollars from Ben's stupid day in Orlando, and just send me a bill. So you say my treat now, just send me a bill. Not my treat, not your treat. 
Well, I'm glad you guys got to like get to know Tesla intimately. No, and we have 28 minutes checking until Ben Shit. comes. Okay, well, he could like wait outside the door. No, but he's also, being so crazy. He's like, I have talking, a call. I have to do this. This conversation is pertinent to the first story. Oh, okay. Because former Disney Channel star Bridget Mendler. <gasps> oh my is God, I'm now, so glad you chose this as a story. Should I let people know the story? I'm so glad you chose this as a story. Former Bridget, former, <laughs> former Bridget star Mendler. Former Disney Channel star Bridget Mendler is now a space startup CEO, a la Elon, which is why it relates to Tesla. Bridget Mendler has added a new role to her already impressive resume. On Monday, the former Disney Channel star, who is 31, announced on X, formerly known as Twitter, that she will serve as the CEO. Well, Elon is all over this story. Let me tell you, but actually. Not about Elon, because this is about a powerful woman. She no, will, I need to tell you the context, though. Okay. Bridget Mendler is a Disney star from Good Luck Charlie, and she like weirdly has this crazy fandom, mostly because she released like one of the best songs of all time during her like Disney contract. I'm boarding up the windows, locking up my heart. And people have been like begging Bridget Mendler for new music. And in the past couple of months, she's been like teasing something on Twitter. She's like, I have a major, major announcement. And the fact that like everybody's been wanting new music from her, we just assumed it's like finally she's out of her Disney contract or whatever. She can release new music. She's been teasing and teasing and teasing this big, big, big announcement. And here it is. Here it is. She's so excited to announce her $6.3 million seed <laughs> led by a bunch of funds and ventures, VCs. She said, at Northwood Space, we have our sights set on building a data highway between Earth and space. We are designing shared ground infrastructure from first principles to expand access to space. We have a lot of work ahead of us, but that's the fun part. If you like building quickly and seeing your work deployed in locations around the globe with real impact, we want you at Northwood. So she is a space girly. She has this whole space startup startup and she also announced that she has adopted a four-year-old child yeah she was like oh while i'm sharing things about my life that nobody knows i'm also a mom my kid is four she thought she fostered she was like a foster mom like four years ago and i guess she just fell in love with the kid and adopted the kid she started fostering in 2021 adopted near christmas of 2022 and he's a four-year-old boy now so was it the update we were expecting no is it a great update? Yes. Would love to see women in STEM, mothers in STEM. It's not mothers what we were expecting. And I think like the Bridget stands like are so happy for the update. Although like where it's just literally like the Rihanna of Disney Channel. It's like, where's the new album? Yeah. I think this update, if I was waiting for an update from one of my favorite celebrities, it doesn't get better than this. No, it's really good. Like she's happy. She's successful. She's challenged. She's fulfilled. It's good. It's good. But it's like, oh. <gasps> Who do you think will drop new music first? Bridget Mendler or Rihanna? Rihanna. ASAP Rocky was photographed. Uh, well, actually, no, he wasn't photographed. He was filmed. Somebody was taking a picture with him. And the girl was like, when is Rihanna dropping new music? And he was like, she's working on it. And then it got me thinking about ASAP Rocky. Because I feel like ASAP Rocky has become like a professional husband. You know, yeah. he's like, was known for being a rapper and he had like success. And then he started dating Rihanna and now he's just like a dad. He's Rihanna's man. Like, sorry, he's really not anything else. And I feel like he's so happy in that role. And when he was like being asked, like somebody like hounded him on the street and didn't want to know anything about his career. They were like, when is Rihanna releasing new music? And he was so happy to answer the question. He didn't seem miffed at all. Like maybe he went home and cried, but I really don't feel like he did. And I just like was thinking about how much I like him. Yeah. No, that's an attractive quality to like recognize that you're with like this supernova mm-hmm. and not try and make it about you because it's never going to be about you. And that would be incredibly sad. No, totally. I feel like he's so happy like being Rihanna's man, being the like father to her children. Mm-hmm. I feel like he takes his role as a dad really seriously. I feel like he just kind of put everything he was working on on the back burner happily. Yeah. I just kind of love that for him. Yeah. I also want to say about Bridget Mendler because she's giving Elona Musk, <laughs> you know, like, 
going it's, it's giving Elon a must going to space prioritizing parenthood family yeah Elon wears so many hats and I think that when you're this smart you're able to wear a lot of hats and I think she could also wear a musical hat yeah yeah because you yeah. would have thought Elon could go to space and do Tesla it's true and it's Neuralink. true so like writing another song would be like a drop in the bucket for Bridget so I wouldn't give up on new music actually yeah if anything this is like you know inspiring and gives us hope that she can do it all she can accomplish so much yeah so just like was shocking but not not exciting you know who she reminds me of maybe it's just because in this one picture she really looks like her let me see january jones elizabeth zott lessons <gasps> in chemistry yes. she should have played her yes. life imitating art yes i like who knew she was so smart right when I was Googling Bridget Mendler this morning, so I wanted to choose it as a story, I saw like the top search is Bridget Mendler education. Well, I'm sure now people oh, are yeah. like- No, because she went to MIT. Oh my God. And she has her PhD. Wow. And she had earned her JD from Harvard Law, which no. once meant something. So she's just obviously somebody who really like appreciates and respects higher education. Yeah at the time when you should have appreciated and respected right. it which is no longer the case but still and she also went to usc so i guess in these years that she's been quiet she's been hustling she's been educating herself and now she's doing the work you love to see women in academia women you know. in stem women in music she's really in everything yeah it's beautiful i'm happy for her it's a great example for for young women and young men i would love 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 like if her startup is like actually successful like in some way her and elon definitely like cross paths in the coming years it's either that or he's gonna rip her to shreds yeah so i just need to know like elon's take on it disposition i'm sure maybe i could check x i wonder if it's crossed his desk not yet not yet maybe but now that the toast has spoken about it meant to be maybe together but maybe they're competitors like i don't know what i really don't understand what her company does like a data information highway between us and space like no, when it's like on the ground no and it's like how do you s who are we sending data to like could be like astronauts who are in um what are they called there are people like bases yeah oh that's true there are people like currently in space like elon services those bases by like sending up parts and stuff mm -hmm. and maybe she's sending up data from the ground whatever that means but she has to charge for the energy that she's paying for. Right, right. But I also could see it being like her and Elon are meant to be together. <sighs> we belong together. By the way, he does love, love a musical girl, Grimes. Him and Grimes are not together right now. No. Even though I do feel like they are like OTP. I'm not, I'm not really actively out here shipping him with other people. I thought so too, but they're in a custody battle. Yeah, but I feel like it's just like for fun. Like when you have so much money, you just like pay lawyers like to make stuff up, you know? That I agree with, but I don't know. Things seem to have gotten like really messy since the end of the book. We need a sequel. Yeah, we need a sequel. If you like wanted, if you had to have somebody write a biography of you, who would you want it to be? Like I would want it to be you, but you don't have to say me. Like I'm not, like I won't be offended. I don't think you would want to write a biography about me. Why not? Because it's not about me. Yeah. But in a way it is, you know? Yeah, but then I don't want to read. I'll read then yours. Then it'll end up being about me. I'll just read yours. Yeah, like if you could have anyone, who do you think would write like the most accurate? Like honestly, me. Honestly, you, but I think I don't have an answer top of mind. I would need to interview people. Okay, okay, okay. You know, like yeah, maybe fair. like a literary authorial toaster oh. with her big break. And then I would be like a source. Constantly interviewed. Yeah. Constantly thanked in the Love. acknowledgments. Of course, of course, footnotes. Are you ready for our next story? Switching gears. Yes. Because Meghan Markle's Suits co-star Rick Hoffman claims that there was a foul smell during her wedding to Prince Harry. Yeah. 
We spoke about this story on the toast. We spoke about his face. Yeah, and he has he has explained what happened, but with the resurgence of suits, now everyone's going back seeing who was at the royal wedding and why did his face look like that. So the story is getting a second life, but I did know this. But okay, well, I feel like I would remember it. And I didn't. It was about that lady's breath, right? No, it was about, oh, was it about a lady's breath? I thought it was a smell in the place. No, he said the lady next to him. So when he, he went to the royal wedding and they, they panned to him for a second and he had this just like mug on his face. Like he looked so disinterested, so bored, so like mad. And it became a meme and he eventually like, so many people were asking him about it. He did eventually admit that like he, in the moment they caught him on camera, he happened to be, you know, turning his face away because the lady next to him had the most foul smelling breath. Got it. Okay, because he went on Chicks in the Office and they talked about the viral moment and he said he was trying to keep his cool because he was excited, but there were cameras everywhere and as um, time goes on, I'm starting to smell something really terrible and foul. He shared that he's very sensitive to smells like you. Oh my God, me and Rick have so much in common. So also, we, Rick's movie is out. With, Thanksgiving. We need to see it. We said he, we would. Oh my God, he's in the movie. It's number yes. one on Netflix. I know, I saw Addison Rae posted that. Me too. It's like a movie made for us. Addison Rae, Tim Dillon, Rick Hoffman. I'm sure, oh, Eli he, Roth, Jewish King, like... But I don't like slasher films. No, me neither. But, but we, I we need have to, to just watch play it on my TV to support. Yeah, even though it's like number one, they don't need your support. But we need to watch it. Still, I like to lend support. You do, you do. To causes big and small. Mm -hmm. It's just good precedent. Mm -hmm. um, anyways, he had a, a scented moisturizer on his hand. So he was trying to smell that instead. Interesting. This is like so unfortunate. And I feel as though I can't talk about Rick Hoffman without talking about the fact. Like his connection to Princesses Long Island is so criminally underrepresented in the media. What's the connection? There was a girl on there who was dating his brother, Jeff. They look- I think you've said this Look him show. up, look up Jeff Hoffman. Okay. Jackie, they look exactly alike. And Suits was on TV as Princesses Long Island was. So it was like a really big flex for this girl. She was so annoying about it. Like, yeah, my husband, my boyfriend's brother is on this little I show he's a billionaire. Suits. Jeff? Yeah, billionaire advice. That's not him. Oh, that's There's also him. a baseball player. Hold on. Jeff Hoffman. Maybe his name wasn't Jeff. Oh, okay. Let me just look so up Rick Hoffman's brother. This looks like Rick Jeff Hoffman. Hoffman. This yeah. looks like Rick Hoffman's brother. That's not him. Okay, now Google Jeff Hoffman, Princesses Long Island. Okay. There we go. This guy. Was that him? Did he get engaged? Oh, yes, okay. this guy. Right. First of all, he looks so much like Rick Hoffman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was dating which girl? Which girl? I forget. A blonde girl. They were all blonde. True. I'm pulling up a story about her. Me too. What was the girl's name? Oh, this site is so slow. No, and by the way, there's like so little information okay. online about Princesses Long Island. Like nobody cared. Unless it's been scrubbed. Amanda was her name. That site is like slowing down my iPad. This guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um... And I just feel like not enough people talk about that. So whenever we talk about Rick Hoffman, like I am going to bring it up. I just wouldn't want headlines that my wedding was smelly. I just feel like there are so many headlines about her wedding. Like I'm, I'm sure she's actually not worried about this one. And if her wedding was smelly, I actually don't think it would be a reflection on no, Megan. No, she's in be, an old church. Yeah, no, no. It would be a reflection on like the janitorial staff. Like it has nothing to do no, with Megan. It's a hundred years of smells in there. Like yeah. it's a badge of honor. It's 50 shades of smelly. If your church ain't smelling, yeah. It's too new. It's going to Helen. <laughs> There's not enough herstory in it. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I agree. Although, you know, I feel like, you know, Febreze. 
No. Remember like at camp how Febreze was laundry for us? Yeah. I think about that all the time. How I used to like literally like sweat to death this pair of biker shorts. Febreze the crotch, we're good. Oh, that's never been me. That's I'm not never shocking. someone that would like mask a smell with another smell. Oh, well. We have to identify the source of the smell. It was smelly coochie, but like I needed to wear these biker shorts again. So like Febreze, here we come. Yeah. And then you would leave it on the, the porch to like air out a little bit. That was like modern laundry in camp days. That's so scary to put those chemicals near vagina, your reproductive organs. Yeah, you're so 75. Like it's insane. <laughs> oh, are you ready for our next story? Mm-hmm. What number? Three. Yeah. Some exciting couple news of a couple I always forget about. So I like to be constantly reminded that they are together and I, procreating. Okay, I feel like I recently saw a couple, like news about a couple and I was like, oh my God, I forgot they're together. A couple having a baby? I don't remember, who is it? Rooney Mara is no. pregnant, expecting baby number two with Joaquin Phoenix. Okay, this is not who I was thinking about. Who was I thinking about? Who I saw a story about? I'm like, love them, forget that they're together. No, that's not who it was. Okay, I'm so glad I just remembered this whole story. Michelle Dockery, Lady Mary from Downton Abbey, mm-hmm. got married. And it was big news because all, most of the cast was there. So it's like they're all on good terms. And do you know her like tragic love story that mirrors that of her characters? Her fiance, seven years ago, passed away from cancer. So she's been like really sort of devastated for years and now she's found a happy ending and that's why it was like this big story i read it in the daily mail they got great pictures but then it put me on this downton abbey spiral i was scrolling tiktok and i follow high claire castle on tiktok they have an account that's the real life castle where they filmed downton abbey it's like it has it's like a real castle with a lot of history and this family owns it and they were like we know you've heard the rumors we can neither confirm nor deny and i'm like what rumors so I read through the comments. Apparently, there's like a very legitimate rumor that the cast of Downton Abbey has gotten together to film like the show, like the show's coming back, like another installment. And it was just rumors. But then the lady from High Clare Castle was like, like giving it energy and basically confirming it. You don't think she's just like hustling for the castle? No, no. But she does hustle for the castle. Like I want to make that known. Like she's, they do tours. They've yeah. really profited off of yeah, the I show's success. Yeah, I mean, they rented it out to a show in general. And it's very hard to keep those like, you know, big palaces. You need a lot of money. And so they're definitely, you know, milking Hustling. it. Yeah, and the TikTok account, like it's like they're seeing And also content. if they're going to do like another show, wouldn't they do another movie instead? Even though like the I- The show is better. Like The show is better. I want another show. I just, it sounds too good to be true. And I've been, just, I've had my like- my heartbroken so know, many times by the few pieces of content that I care about. It's just like one of those shows that's so crazy. Like they keep bringing it back in different forms and like it doesn't ruin the legacy at all. Like no. it's just magic when these people are together. So just, you're gonna keep making movies? Like bring the fucking show back. Like what are you doing? Yeah. I think a lot of people also really wanna know how the family fares during World War II. Yeah. So it's like an interesting time period because what were they up to in the movies? Like 31? Uh, 27 was the first movie. And so yeah, maybe 30 or 31. But if it's World War II, like the kids are gonna get called up. But no, it'll be interesting. Yeah. And then they use those... Um, Big castles? The castles, yeah. How did they use them in the second war? And maybe similar to the first as like... Barracks for... And like it was like a hospital. Yeah. So I don't know if it's true, but like rumors are swirling in the community, the Downton community. And then the lady from the High Clare Castle like kind of gave me hope. Well, I love that. That's what reminded me. I'm sorry. Now you go. No, I'm glad that we... We're able to incorporated discuss. that, but Rooney Manor is pregnant. Baby number two, Joaquin Phoenix. I didn't even know she had a baby. I know that these two are together. Like if you would have asked me, I would have known, but I never think about them. Yeah. And like they would be, if they weren't 
a couple they'd be brother and sister do you know what i mean that's how you know it's like a good couple yeah so happy for them um i'm like i'm really not familiar with rooney you know like i've seen dragon tattoo same that movie really pissed me off why because she should have been with that guy they like, were- he, like he never took her seriously and that's how the movie ended. The older guy? Like, like I don't, I don't, re- I don't remember like anything about the movie, but I remember like that final scene where she like goes to bring him a leather jacket because she like, they fucked, and he was like with some hooker at a bar, and uh, she was like she threw the the jacket in the dumpster and like, and then that was like the pretense for the next movie. She I was think, like yeah, angry. I think there's a sequel. Girl with the pearl earring. No, <laughs> no, that's the famous art. Certainly not. No, it's like the girl with the pearl tattoo. There's something pearl in the second movie, or um, the snake. But she doesn't Rooney Merritt was not in the second movie so the second movie was like kind of a flop oh she didn't play the character that's why there was like no hype for the second movie got it so that movie just pissed me off because like they should have been together and maybe they do get together it was also just like a twisted movie one of the more twisted movies that I've seen oh my god you're right I totally forgot that scene is very upsetting so she gets put on a case right yeah why am I having such a hard time remembering we just watched it that family that girl had disappeared (gasps) so many years ago Oh, and she was was in the basement of that guy's house. The brother, sorry, spoils. The brother was like, but no, no, she was alive the whole time living as her old, like living in the UK under someone else's name. She, the the girl that disappeared from her family, I think because her brother was abusing her. And it was the brother. Yeah, but she- And he had that thing in the the basement, right? Yeah, he was like nefarious all these years, but she like disappeared without a trace. To get away from her freaky ass brother. And then she was living like well. Yeah. But then they found out that the brother was a horrible person. They found out all this more stuff. Right, right, right. Disturbing stuff. Good movie. Yeah. You don't need to see it. We just showed it to you. We just spoiled it for you. Yeah. Um, Okay, our next story was kind of like some relationship news that was- here and then it was gone. Okay. Because Sean Evans from Hot Ones. <gasps> oh was my God. I'm so glad you brought up this story. For literally one minute dating Melissa Stratton, who is a porn star. Mm-hmm. And now they broke up one minute later and she's deactivated her Instagram account. I feel like porn star is like it's a like, word that's like not going to be lexicon. okay. In the I agree, it's but it was. Sex it, worker, I think they call it, which feels worse. I don't think it's sex worker. Yeah. No, I think sex worker is. Prostitute? Yeah. Adult film star. No, by the way. Adult film star is porn. Yeah, but like they're like OnlyFans models and stuff. Like it's called sex work. It definitely is. I think maybe it's I mean your work is sex. Maybe it's the umbrella term. Yeah. But adult film star is probably the more PC way. But I just want to say like porn was in the headline. Yeah, but I felt the same way when I said it. It's a crazy title, but it's also like a crazy line of work, you know? Yeah. And how do the porn stars want to be referred to? like they just don't care like i feel like they because i feel care. like to be like a real successful porn star like you have to not give a fuck like and here we are like bending over backwards about the language to like respect their pronouns but like they don't even care right porn star it's fine melissa stratton was dating hot ones host sean evans who was a very eligible bachelor i feel like anytime a woman a single woman Chloe. goes on his show it's like <laughs> yeah 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 and i guess we never like thought like maybe he has a girlfriend so it got it came out that like he actually does have a girlfriend and it's this adult film star and people like for some reason could not get over this story. And it became bigger news than it probably should have. And this other porn star, this male porn star, I think he's that girl, Lena, the plug's boyfriend. I think his name is Adam. Like him and his wife have like this whole thing, like where they like have threesomes with people on their OnlyFans and like talk about it on their podcast. It's really crazy. Wow. Um, And he was like, he responded to the tweet and was like, wow, congrats, Sean. Like her, he were me when the lie is fire or something like he's obviously worked with her before 
And the second he tweeted that, it came out that it, Sean Evans broke up with the girl. <laughs> like, it was this whole weird thing that kind of unfolded on social media. You really think that's why he broke up with her? I don't know. I don't think so. I don't know. Because obviously, he knows what she does. But it's just like, I wouldn't get the vibe from him based on his show. Like, he's kind of nerdy. Like, yeah, he's eligible and stuff. But he asks questions like a snot-nosed little kid. Like, you posted on Instagram. Like, he's like, kind of a nerd. the exact type of person that would be like, you know. Into a porn star? Like, just so excited. Yeah. That this, like, hot person that he probably has been watching, like, wants to go out with him. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like a nerd's fantasy. Yeah. Yeah, it was just crazy. Like, it was so crazy. how long in total do you think they've been date- they were dating? So, I don't know. I don't know if we just found out. I think we just found out because right. they probably went on a number of dates. And there was a, a picture couple. of them. I think it was a picture of them at the Super Bowl Which, together. And that might have just been, like, their first public photo. Yeah. Probably the first time that their industries have crossed paths because the Super Bowl is... For everyone. For everyone. I don't know how often, like, the YouTube series and the... Even and though the, the show is called Hot Ones, and she is a hot one. Maybe she would be the next guest. Life imitating art. It, it was a crazy saga um, on social media. Do I think the tweet had to do with the breakup? I don't know. It can't, you know, can't feel good, you yeah. know, but it's to not see that. new news. It's not new news. Like you're dating a porn star, like get with the program. I don't know. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? No. 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 Okay. I'm so ill prepared. It's disgusting. It's okay, Turdy. The fifth and final story is brought to you by McDonald's. As toasters know, we are truly wholeheartedly obsessed with McDonald's. Like there's nothing better than a long night ordering some McDonald's or, you know, middle of the day, pulling up at the drive-thru, washing your meal down with a nice soda from McDonald's. Honestly, a dream. That's why we're so excited to partner with McDonald's to talk about their classic burgers, which are hotter, juicier, and tastier than ever before. So much so that the Hamburglar's on the loose, giving nostalgia. So we have nothing but empathy and respect for the Hamburglar, because how could you not blame him for trying to get himself the Big Mac that he deserves? The McDonald's patties are cooked to juicy perfection. The cheese is perfectly melted. We're talking a pillowy, soft, golden bun and a Big Mac, Big Mac that now has more special sauce in every bite. So we stand firmly with the Hamburglar because these are truly McDonald's, best classic burgers ever so this might be the kind of inspiration you needed we're always talking about what we're having for lunch why don't you have a burger from mcdonald's they're delicious and i just feel like nobody ever regretted going to mcdonald's so try mcdonald's best burgers ever at a mcdonald's near you today's episode is also brought to you by BetterHelp. a common misconception about relationships is that they have to be right and they have to be easy to be right but sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work and make themselves great therapy can be a place to work through the challenges that you face in your relationships whether with friends work your significant other or really anyone so if you're thinking of starting therapy give BetterHelp a try it's done entirely online it's designed to be convenient flexible and suited to your schedule so just fill out a brief questionnaire you'll get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge so the two things that I think are really important to note here about BetterHelp is first it's done entirely online which I think is a lot easier and more you know comfortable for people to open up whatever medium you're most comfortable with whether that's video chat texting phone call og you can do also a common thing with therapy is like the first time you meet a therapist like it's not going to be a right match and that's not you know a reflection on the therapist it's just really personal so sometimes you go through like two three therapists till you find the right one and that can be really awkward like canceling and just like having to call them like just horrible um with better help they make it super easy it's like not a big deal you can change therapists at any time would you say therapy is more personal than comedy I would. Thank you. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit betterhelp.com slash toast today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash toast, T-O-A-S-T.
Thank you. You're welcome. Our fifth and final story is some big movie news. A very ambitious project is being taken on by Sony and Apple Corps by Oscar-winning filmmaker Sam Mendes. He is going to be making a movie about the Beatles, but there will be four separate movies all told from the different perspective of each Beatle, and they'll all be in each other's movie. I feel like this is something we're always kind of saying, but so Sam Mendes will direct all four of the films, and this marks the first time that Apple Corps Limited and the Beatles have granted full life. What's Apple Corps Limited? I feel like that's who owns the Beatles and the family life story. Yeah. Okay. Um, They've granted full life story and music rights for a scripted film. Uh, Sam Mendes conceived this grand vision. He'll tell interconnected stories, one from each band member's point of view. This is perhaps the most ambitious project Deadline has revealed exclusively um, since a different field about a different movie about Tom Cruise and SpaceX and NASA shooting a narrative film. Just comes back to Elon. Anyways, (laughs) so four movies about the four members of the Beatles, interconnected, different worlds, one big project. That's cool. I feel like, honestly, they're really hasn't been a biopic of the Beatles. Really? What about yesterday? That was like a fictionalized dumbass movie. Beyond dumb. Yeah. Um, And I don't think like one film could really capture like the band. And I think if you're really, like I'm not going to watch these movies. Like I'm just personally not like invested in the journey of the Beatles. But if you are, like I think this is really exciting and really cool. Well, I feel like a way for you to watch them potentially is depends who's in them. Like what if Jacob Elordi is John Lennon? Well, then it's also like everyone's going to watch a John Lennon one. Yeah. And then like right, they, they, all, they all get their own movie. Yeah, yeah that's what I'm saying. Everyone's going to watch a John Lennon one. And then and like Paul McCartney. And then a lot of people are going to watch a Paul McCartney one. And I just don't see like a lot watching Ringo and I don't even know the other one's name. Yeah, George Harrison, I just learned. Yikes. <laughs> like so but I do think like them the Beatles like have never really told their story, you know? And Paul McCartney and Ringo are still alive. Is George? I don't know. Right irrelevant um so like they really need to do it like they need to just put it on record like official in an official way so love that i'm sure paul will like you know get his side told in he's passed away right so we're in peace two two out of four yeah they need to like get pen to paper and like start writing things down yeah also will they film them all and then release them what like six months after each other a year after each other we don't want to wait too long in between and in what order will they come out I was probably say, john's will come out first but then it's like john four, will come out first or last yeah but if four years later like george's is coming out right they kind of kind of get like george's out of the way this is like, kind of like a little i like the too idea ambitious. so much but it's kind of what can be accomplished with a series. Every episode is told from a different perspective or even within one movie. By like the way, having, a series. I like that. Yeah. I think what I like is if they told, if they did a series of movies about like say the biggest stars of this era. So say it was like Elvis and the Beatles, maybe some other people. And the people who play Elvis and the Beatles are all in each other's movies as each other. Okay, it's giving Taylor Jenkins read how like her fictional yes. characters make Reva like show up in the different books just like for fun. Yeah. It's like so, its own universe. Like in this movie, if they run into Elvis somewhere, like it should be Austin Butler. That's kind of like what they do in like Walk the Line. Oh, it should be Austin Butler. I'm cracking up. That's if like, they run into Johnny Cash, it should be Joaquin Phoenix. Right. Like Walk the Line, like he when he was coming up, like there were all these other like country and yeah. blues artists coming up and they were real characters and I like you're right yeah but what we've said this on the show before is that for a period of time if like someone's plays Elvis like they should play Elvis in all ancillary it should be ubiquitous where Elvis comes up that's just like a cute thing to do yeah yeah but honestly like it's like enough with Elvis and Austin Butler yeah 
Agreed, but I'm just using him as an example. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so like for the Beatles stands, if, if like now you know. Elton John, it could be. Taron Egerton. Yeah. Love him. If they ran into Freddie Mercury. Rami Malek. I would love that. Yeah. That's giving like DC Marvel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Universe. Yeah. Oh, it wasn't a story of the People's Choice Awards. Oh, no. But the one thing, because like, it's like a fake award show. But the one thing I did want to talk about, did you see that video of Billie Eilish that's going viral? Yes. Oh, shit. I meant to bring that. And I also saw another story on my phone that I had saved that I meant to put in the stories that I didn't. So tomorrow. You can do that one tomorrow. But plentiful. Let's just talk about Billie Eilish really quickly. There's a video of her going viral. She's like talking to Jennifer Aniston and she thinks nobody can hear her. She says, there's also like TikTokers here, which is just like weird. She said that? Yes. Verbatim. Not for me. I watched the clip and I couldn't make out what she was saying, but the clip told me in the text the, that they were she was talking about TikTokers. Billie Eilish TikTok. She literally said, yeah. And then like Bryce Hall is like getting involved. I saw Bryce. She said, there's like some, she's, no, she said, there's some like TikTokers here. And then she covered her mouth and like, it was negative. It was, yeah, no, it wasn't. And it was to Jennifer Aniston, which is Doesn't odd. give a rip. But so that's the thing. Like, that's what the People's Choice I'm Awards. Sure Jennifer Aniston thinks Billie Eilish is a TikToker. Yeah, but but the thing is, like, that's what the People's Choice Awards are. Like, everybody knows they're kind of like this weird industry plant show, like, for, like, from top to bottom of celebrities. Yeah. So, like, why would you go, Billie Eilish? Don't go. Like, no. you just went to the Grammys. You're, you were nominated. Like, you're one of the Oscars. It's giving elitist what there's not enough elite award shows for you to attend. And, and also, don't go. Like, also, this is what it is. This is the people's choice. So, it's a 360 award show, and influencers are... Sorry. Uh, amongst the choices of the people. It, it was very, like, snobbish. It was snobbish, especially, like, Billie Eilish, like, her music. If she said what we think that she said, and I also could want to say, like, maybe... Maybe she didn't. Maybe it's out of context and she didn't say that. But if it, she's saying, you know, looking her nose down on the fact that TikTokers are there, it's snobbish and rude, and, and they have as much of a place there as anyone. Yeah, but also, like, it's just a bothersome thing to say, because, like... Your choice to go to the People's Choice Award, which like she didn't have to go to. Like she goes to the Grammys, the Oscars, like People's Choice is lowbrow. Yeah. So you knew what you were going to. So like, why are you mad? Yeah. Don't go. Yeah. Like you don't see uh, uh, Martin Morgan Freeman there. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't see him there. You don't for a reason. It was also weird that Jennifer Aniston was there. Yeah. It, the whole People's Choice Awards are so weird. It's like- And also, you, do you know they got rid of their giving... podcast ca category? what mm -hmm. that's why i didn't give a rip they got rid of it that's literally the only reason i've cared about the yeah of course it's so interesting because i'm like oh and not a lot of traditional award shows have podcasts podcast they're like you could try the potties no though you could try the iHeartRadio podcast awards where we only nominate our own original iHeartRadio podcast there you there it's giving you could go shave your back now <laughs> why did they get rid of it even online yep like everything like the, the, the award is gone well that's wrong yeah Oh my god! I didn't even realize. Yeah. Wow. Um. So it's just like a weird award show. It's always like it always confuses me. Yeah, but I feel like if you're a celebrity who likes to go to things and get dressed but up, I feel like Billie Eilish is not that type of celebrity. No, no, but if I were a celebrity who like likes to get dressed up, Vanessa Hudgens, I would go. Of I'd course, I have a blast, and it's probably a little more relaxed Light. than the other shows. I saw Natasha Bedingfield arrived and that's the kind of content i like to see 100%. as an elder uh, natasha bedingfield was having like a resurgence she's really big on tiktok um and of course like everybody's always talking about unwritten like i've had enough with unwritten and i've really had enough of like people sleeping on natasha bedingfield's follow-up work to that no what's it, that album called weightless yeah the sky is the limit and i just want to float free as a spirit on a journey of hope 
Cut my wings and let me go. I'm weightless. What movie ends with that song? The best movie. The best movie. Wait, it's like it's it could bring tears to your eyes. I think it's something borrowed. Oh. And I hold on. That would make sense for you because yeah. I don't. I don't have a memory, and you watch that movie backwards and forwards. I'm pretty sure something borrowed. Final credit song. Mm. Yeah, that's a really really good album. I need to put that on. In it's Tesla. a really really good album. I forgot about it. That's like a core memory for me. But hopefully for the people who are having their unwritten renaissance right now, like they will wade into. Yeah, yeah. Into that. Yeah. This is what's next for them. Oh, wait, Natasha Bedingfield. Wait, I just need to find out what song. It might be a different song from that album. It was just like a random. Recover. We will recover. Song by Natasha Bedingfield. This is bothering me now. You know what I miss? What song is this? Recover, I think. Oh, no. This is Weightless, right? It's like a car crash. That's how the movie ends. She's going to find the name. It's bothering you me so much. You guys should all listen to that album today. We never leave you, lead you astray. A little too much. Everybody hurts just a little too much. That album is so good. What's it called? Strip Me. Strip Me. Strip Me. To me, that's up there with like native by one yep, republic agreed and but i don't remember it enough no and i like there was a time where we listened to every song on that album yeah we need to listen to it in the car today we 100 percent should windows down windows down sunglasses on yeah love that for us so let's wrap this up ben is going to join me mm -hmm. in studio to discuss a little bit of love is mine so jackie thank you so much for being here you're welcome thank for you, being on my show thank you for joining me on my show and You're welcome for joining my show. Bruno, thank you so much for being here. Thanks for coming to my set, you guys. Is in my Ben house. waiting outside yet? No, he's being delayed. So like, we're going to wrap this. Oh, okay. And I just want to say like, Bruno has decided to come back to work in full force and it's giving Theo. And what does that mean to you? It means a lot to me. And it's just so crazy. He's never here. And I'm like sitting here with this precious pup on my lap and it's like so cute for clips, but I also probably look like the girl who can't let go of her dog. But I just want you guys to Your know dog like- can't let go of you. It's Bruno choosing this. Yeah. I'm not, look, I'm not forcing him to be here. Look, Ma, no hands. All right, you guys. So I'll see you in 10 seconds with Ben. Love you. Bye. Love ya. Bye. All right. I am joined by my husband. Hey, sexy licious. Hi, darling. You can move the microphone closer to you. Don't be shy. Is this not close? It is. Um, you are being brought here because Jackie has not watched Love is Blind. I'm trying to get her to finish all the episodes which, by today. Which, by the way, is so... She's like, on episode two. But she's doing herself a disservice. We're obsessed. I was saying on the show earlier, we're like crackheads. Like, we need Love is Blind. Like, scratch it. I needed more. So let's do a little recap of the first six episodes. I know you have limited time because you're so busy and you, like, hate me and you think your podcast is I love you big. so much. You think um, your uh, but yeah, you think time. you're too, you think you're too gonna, big to be on my we're show. We're going to run through this quickly. That said, uh, the the names of people are a little bit fuzzy for me. So I have so. them all written down and I'll remind you who's who. Okay, um, right. I think the best way to go about it would just to be go through each couple that we currently have. And you're not chewing gum on my podcast. Spit it out. Is that a problem? Give it. Is that Disgusting. an issue? Is that an issue? God. What's the issue? Disgusting. I apologize for anybody who had to listen to that for the last minute. Oh, I didn't even think about the audio. Continue. So let's go couple by couple and give our thoughts. Great. 
first couple is Johnny and Amy. They were the first to get engaged. He has the long blonde hair. She's um, Puerto Rican. She looked up at the stars. Yes, and, and I know exactly. I know exactly. Who she they looked are. up at the stars and wished for a brother, and then she got a brother. Yes, I know exactly who they are. Um, what are your thoughts on them? Do you think they'll make it? Uh, my thoughts on them are that she mentioned that she doesn't traditionally date guys like him. White, yeah. Um, she definitely. She said, said that, she prefers more ethnic. Yes. Uh, and, but then she keeps, she like almost used it as a qualifier, but then like keeps talking about like how much she's starting to like him and like him and like him. I don't think she likes and, him. Oh, okay. So you don't think she likes him. I think that, uh, I think that they'll make it. And she was more like, uh, taken aback. No, like wanted the people back home. Uh, like giving, gi- like gave a qualifier to her friends and family. Got it. Uh, like I know that this isn't my normal guy, but he's really great, and like I'm starting to get to know him and start to like him. I think they're good. <laughs> he's really sweet. Um, no, he's a freak. Yeah, he's like a little much, and it's really hard during the honeymoon phase to know if people are lying about liking the person because they don't want to come off so shallow. Like the first time they see the person in real life, if it's not, if they're not like physically attracted to them, you look shallow by being yes. like, yeah, we had this amazing emotional connection, but the second I saw you, I think you're ugly. Like, so people people lie yes. at the honeymoon phase. And I think that's a great segue into the couple that everybody's talking about, which is Chelsea and Jimmy. Now, I do think it's important to note that like looks aside, I really feel like on a personality level, Chelsea and Trevor, the big buff guy, totally. were such a good match. I was actually watching the earlier episodes with Jackie last night. She's on episode one and two. And I'm like, these two freaks like are perfect for each other. I don't know if Jimmy and Jessica are necessarily perfect for each other. I do think um, Chelsea and Trevor, like on a real personality level, were such a match. And I don't think, I think he really went into the experiment feeling like love was going to be blind. Chelsea and Jimmy are completely mismatched. And let yeah. me tell you why. The first is that even if he did find her attractive, she would never believe him. She has such a low self-esteem. Okay, so I actually disagree and, with And that. opinion of herself because he is, she's asking, she's like, do you like me? Do you love me? Do you love me? He's saying yes. She doesn't believe him. So even if he really felt it, she wouldn't believe him. So I and, disagree. And okay. a, a lot of people are saying what you're saying. I'm reading her comments. And by the way, like I feel really um, like sad for Chelsea because me too. she is like what everyone's talking about and they're talking about her look. So imagine like the entire world is having a referendum on whether they think you're beautiful or not. Like I, I feel so bad for her. She's making a lot of content, like poking fun at it. And I think she's like having fun with it. And for right now, like I think she's probably like because I could see this happening to someone and that person killing themselves. Like, she also lied though. It's it feels like okay. So we're gonna talk about Megan Fox, but what I want to say about what you said, a lot of people are saying, Chelsea, you're destroying this relationship with your insecurities. Like it's not working because you're so deeply insecure. And you could look at it that way, but you could also see like Jimmy is gaslighting the fuck out of her. Like he is not attracted to her. He had a very bad reaction to seeing her. He said that his favorite thing about her was her teeth. <coughs> and then she's like, I feel like you don't like me. And he's like, what are you talking about? Like he's literally gaslighting her. Like there is something he, he, he is not okay. acting like somebody How who's, can- who's obsessed with someone. And she is receiving that and she's asking questions and she's coming off really insecure for sure. But she has a reason to feel insecure. She definitely has a reason to feel insecure, but she put herself like she's insecure because she lied in the pods about her looks. So, so obviously, regardless of if he was attracted to her okay, or I'm not. Okay, I'm coming at this in defense of Chelsea. I, I, really I got am. it. I am too. Because but, I just, but I just want to say regardless she of She never that- said that she looked like Megan Fox. Let me say that. She said she's been told that but, she looks like Megan Fox. But, I've been told I look like Beanie Feldstein. I don't. I understand. But there is a far cry from 
being told that you look like Megan Fox when you're in a complete blind experiment and where your mind yes, goes to yes. versus what she looks like. And that's not saying that Chelsea, I don't, I'm not commenting on Chelsea's looks whatsoever, but she does not look like, like what one would traditionally know. think of. She has dark Megan hair Fox. and light eyes. And, like when you, and when you walk out and you're first, like this is such a shell-shocking experience. Somebody walks out, you see them, you have this image in your head yes, of what yes. you created them to be. He's obviously not going to have like a, <gasps> because she doesn't look like Megan Fox. So then the other thing. So that, he needed to come back down to life. He needed one, to readjust. The one thing I will say that Chelsea was wrong for when it comes to the Megan Fox thing, like whatever, sharing your celebrity topplinger, like whatever. She, the time that she said it was actually really a manipulative moment. They were having this like awkward tense moment because they were talking about Jessica and he was like, I want to change the subject. So she changes the subject to looks just to kind of, you know, put a little, you know, because she knows what Jessica looks like to put, to put a tick in her column. It was manipulative. I will say it was not manipulative. Actually, it was strategic because she wanted to be chosen. I don't know. I just, this, this referendum on her looks and now like she's getting roasted for saying she looked like Megan Fox. Like I feel bad for her and I feel I, bad for her too. And I don't want to contribute to like what people are like I, I actually feel like bad for her and I feel like if this okay. she seems mentally tough based on her social media content I went to her page to like see what she was saying she seems mentally tough but I could see like this happening to somebody who couldn't handle it and like literally this person like she's clearly mentally tough because what's gonna happen again spoiler alert but if you're listening to this and you yeah, watched no, it like good, you saw good. the trailer for next week like she obviously falls in love with the guy that Trevor. she should have and so she's mentally tough because everything that we're watching is not her current reality and happy for her that that's the case yeah it's very clear in the trailer so everyone and um, jimmy by the way is not going to get with that girl so okay so everyone i don't think i do think trevor if trevor can forgive chelsea i do think they should be cool. together trevor will forgive chelsea i don't think that jimmy and jessica should be together for a multitude of reasons but jimmy is kind of being painted as the villain people are like he's a dick i don't really feel like he did anything wrong he is very clearly trying to backtrack he said to Chelsea, he was like, when I told you I loved you, like I actually hadn't made my decision yet. I just like wanted to tell you that I loved you. He's backtracking to try and, you know, eventually maybe try and work things out with Jessica. Um, but I don't think that they should, but I don't think he, he's necessarily done anything wrong. He, he was also put in such a horrible position. Like you're, you're acting as if somebody telling you that they have a 10 year old is not something that you you need to take some time to process yeah like yeah. they have no time and they've never met the way, before he's allowed to not want to date someone with a with a child like that's you know that's not doesn't make you a bad and person I, and i also disagreed with jessica's approach really saying that i want somebody to only know me for me you have to let people know very early on that look, you're gonna know me for me, but me for me, she said it. She's like, we're a package deal. Me for me is me and my daughter. And so, I want you to know my personality, but there are gonna be guys that are really, really excited to adopt a 10 year old. Mm -hmm. And there are gonna be guys, especially a 28 year old. Yeah. He's really young. Mm -hmm. Like maybe he just wants a family of his own and that's totally okay. He doesn't want a stepdad. He doesn't want, so Jimmy got screwed. Yeah. Jimmy then got screwed again <laughs> because he had to pick from one of the two, but mm -hmm. really Jimmy should have picked no one. That's I agree. The truth. But Jimmy couldn't go from zero, two to zero. Yeah, I think that he was going to pick Jess, is really not into the idea of being a stepfather, which is fine. So he ended up telling Chelsea that he loved her. Then he got himself in this awkward situation with Chelsea where he's like really not, he's not attracted to her, but he doesn't want to come off as a dick. And he he, he doesn't want to be a dick to her, but he also doesn't want America to think he's a dick. He's not being a dick. And you're, by the way, I agree. And yeah. he is young. And speaking of young, I want to talk about my favorite couple currently, which is Kenneth and Brittany. The Southerners who are very religious, who have said that they're going to wait till they're marriage. Right who uh, for me like I love them and yeah. I, I'll talk about them all day long I cannot get over that he's a 25 year old principal no it doesn't make any sense ha like 
Who the hell is hiring somebody 25 years old as a principal? <laughs> he hasn't even been a teacher for more than three years. No, but then it makes me think, like, when I was in middle school, like... They, what, were, they were 60. Yeah, right. Like, it's so Prin- crazy. Principals are 60. And also, like, how do you go on Love is Blind and, like, talk about, like, sex and stuff and then, like, go back to being a principal? No, I, well, he's not talking about sex because he doesn't have sex. No, but he, he did talk about sex, but I guess it was in a positive way. He said he's going to wait till marriage, but, like, I don't know how you... No, his, his job doesn't make any sense to me. No, it was how you can be a 25-year-old principal? I have no idea. That said, their relationship is very cute. I agree. And and, they and they're seem, trying to make it seem like in the in the preview for next week that they're going to have problems because when they get back to home, they're like, Kenny, you've been acting different. I just feel like they needed to make us think something. I think they're, I think they are, of, of anyone, like the most locked in to get married. I'm unsure. Oh. I'm unsure. Oh. I just think that uh, not having a physical relationship at all is hard. Is hard. But I think if these two people were dating in the real world, they wouldn't have a physical relationship. Anyway, it's like, that's that, That's how they date. I suppose. It's not just because of the pods. I suppose. The other couple, um, two more couples, Jeremy and Lauren, Jer- Jeremy, excuse me. He, uh, Lauren is a blonde girl. This is with the flick the bean. Yes, 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 yes. So I had uh, thought that they were like a really good couple. Me too. Until that flip the bean, bean dip, whatever it was called. Yeah, bean dip. That was weird. Yeah, but it was so much weirder. They're painting Lauren to be the villain. No. So much weirder on Jeremy. I don't know. I don't know what's weirder. The fact that Lauren made that joke, Laura, excuse me, made that joke, like that's a weird fucking joke. Not really. Or that Jeremy wasn't smart enough to know not to say it on camera in front of AD's fiance. If we've been known for a week and we're drunk and you said to me, go, go flick, like, go like, like the beam. It's weird, but it's not like it's so much weirder no, to no. repeat it I, publicly. I, I, no, by the way, I think I disagree. I think Laura's weirder in this situation. I think that they're both weird then. Yeah. Because yeah, sure, she's weird, but he did not need to. No. He sabotaged his own relationship. Dumb. Like they're done. Yeah, but why did she say that? I have no idea. Last couple. <laughs> oh, Ben's rushing me out because he has a call. Um, Last couple is, oh, AD and Clay. Yes. Uh, I love AD. She really grew on me in the pods. Um. Clay, I can't get a read on because it's like he, he seems to be growing up through this process. But then he'll say something really fucking weird. Like, if you gain weight, I'm going to tell you to get in the gym. Yeah. That like uh, undoes all of the positive work he's done. Yeah. As we watched, we're like AD, like she's our girl. Like, she's our fr- girl. Like, we'd be friends with her. She seems super totally. cool. Big fan. And Except he, her eyelashes are bothering the fuck out of me. I need her to stop wearing eyelashes so big. Sorry, continue. And he uh, seems like a cool guy and then will make really, really outlandish comments. Like, if you get fat, I'm there's going to be a problem. And then he, like, backtracks. He's like, but I'm going to be working in there with you. And it's like, what if she doesn't want to be in there working with you? You know, and, like, like, what, like what as are, a what girl even- who's in the process of, like, trying to find a husband to get married and have kids with, of course, like, a woman's concern is always, like, oh, you know, I need to find someone who loves me for me because, like, I will change. I'm going to have kids. I'm going to gain weight. I'm going to lose weight. My body's going to look different. So for him to, like, unprompt say that, like, uh, okay, that to me, that's, like, the biggest red flag of all time. And any goodwill he earned with me is undone. Yeah, but he's also actively learning on the show, and I think that this is definitely a very difficult uh, thing for him to do. He's actively so. learning on the show. He's, like, going through therapy on the show. It's weird. I think he, at his core, is a nice guy. I think that he's definitely troubled in some of his thoughts. He's, like, toxic alpha male. Yeah, uh, or he was, and maybe he can be curbed. You're free to go. I know you're busy. I'm going to well, wrap up the show. Thanks. I don't want to okay. be rushed. Bye, ladies. Bye. Love you. Bye, ladies. Spin the table, the table. Ah! <laughs> you are so dramatic. If you had just said the table normally, oh my God. Oh my God. You are absolutely, if you had just said the table normally, you literally just acted like there was a serial killer in the room and caused that whole problem. What's wrong with you?
this show. Oh my god. We have a we have a walk off. We have a walk off. <laughs> I cannot wait to watch that back. Ben has like kind of like a girly scream. Um okay, so I'm gonna wrap up the show. Any other thoughts on Love is Blind that I wanted to share? I'm fucking tired. Oh my god. <laughs> Okay, let me think. Any other thoughts I wanted to share? I just want everyone to like be really careful. Like I want to get I want to get in on the moment and like share my thoughts on like Chelsea and Jimmy and stuff. But I don't know. I feel like really sad and scared that like I can only imagine if like I was on this show and I got myself into this situation and like the thing people are talking about is whether or not they find me attractive. I just feel like even if you're the most beautiful person in the world, like nobody can handle that. Like it's really not a situation that a normal person should be equipped to go through. So I just feel like we need to send Chelsea love and like and we need to stop. We do. Um, like, okay, she said she looks like Megan. She said she looked like Megan Fox. Like, okay, and like, I think I look like Angelina Jolie. It's called having confidence. Fuck off. <sighs> That's our show, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to the Trust Millennium Morning Show. We deliver the fastest stories. You need to turn Monday to Friday. You need to be watching this. I need to please subscribe and give us a video thumbs up. Also, I feel weird sitting here alone. Goodbye. <laughs>